Welcome to episode 32 of The Preacher Man with Jamal Brown. And it's been a lot to, to talk about lately, especially with the Supreme Court overturn of Roe v. Wade and a couple other topics I already had my mind set on addressing. But um, I feel since this is so fresh and I should probably go with this first because all the other stuff with the Roe v. Wade, although it has been officially overturned, it's going to be something that's going to be fleshed out over the next several months. Um, but if you looked at the title of this episode, you know what we're talking about. One of my favorite spiritual teachers, Pastor Creflo Dollar, recently came out with uh, multiple messages expressing his stance on tithing and all and all the old tapes, CDs and books he did in regards to tithing shouldn't be referenced back to because he no longer believes is valid. He said we're no longer under the law, but live under grace in this new covenant and the requirement, fear and guilt that has been attached to tithing is wrong and should be corrected. And we should move forward with the proper context of the Bible and freedom in giving. And if you haven't listened, I did two episodes uh, several months back called uh, the tie T.I.E. Tithing is essential. I did those in February and March, I believe. And I talked about my perspective on tithing and why I believe historically we got some things wrong as far as context and the way I believe God wants us to be inspired to give. So go check those out, because usually when I do an episode, I like to put a few scriptures in there to uh, kind of break those down. But go back to those episodes and and do that, because I don't think I'm going to put any uh, kind of scripture on this. It's going to be more so commentary. And if you looked at the title of this particular episode, what I'm talking about, and you go back to those other two episodes that I'm referring to back in February and March, you may think that I disagree with the stance Pastor Dollar made about tithing. But if you really listen to the heart of what I said on those episodes, you should know I agree and was pleased when I heard him draw a line in the sand. The first time I heard this rumbling about mega church pastor Creflo Dollar apologizing for his past teachings on tithing was on social media. Actually, it was on Facebook. And um, I think somebody tagged me in a post and I got a couple DMs about it. And and I had a person or two actually call about it as well. So. And it was a two minute clip of what the majority was uh, floating around and sharing on timelines and stuff. It was a two minute clip of him apologizing and vowing to correct what he helped create in regards to the teaching of tithing. And my first thought was, man, these folks about to have fun with this clip and not even attempt to watch the full context or even watch the full message. My second thought was. People are about to rejoice and celebrate because they're going to take this whole two minute clip and validate to validate why they shouldn't give to a church or ministry or an excuse to water down the giving that they're already doing. Like context is key in everything. So I made sure to watch both sermons thus far that Pastor Dollar did so I can get the full heart of what he was trying to uh, articulate. And I'm sure even after this episode comes out, he'll probably talk about this for another two or three weeks, maybe, because it's something, you know, that needs to 
you know, really be, be talked about in depth. And it's not um, probably a one or two sermon type of deal, you know, and that maybe something I can address later. Like if you've been known for something for years and taught something for years, like especially on tithing, that's something that's been talked about probably at least two or three times a year in a church. And you're talking about 20, 30 years. So that's something that's been embedded and ingrained in the ministry. So that's probably something that you just don't need to to harp on for a week or two or something. You're like, you, you probably need to get on it for, you know, maybe a month or so to really get it embedded in people's mind and, you know, consumed, you know, in their spirit. And I agree with the stance that Pastor Dollar took. And dare I say, I was slick excited about it. You know what I mean? First and foremost, because there has been a lot of mind manipulation and preaching over the years. Let's be real. Well, Pastor Dollar address was nothing new that just popped up in the Bible. It has always been there. And really, when I thought about it nine years ago, Pastor Fred Price Jr. with him death on this particular thing, talking about to tithe and not to tithe and the whole history behind it. Um, you know, he was the first person that I heard really address this in uh, context and in depth. Like Pastor Dollar just so happened to be the most popular and well-known minister to bring it to light. And when I say mind manipulation, I'm talking about giving people the majority of the truth and not the whole truth. Like saying, for example, you're telling people this or whatever you're saying for their own good. Because you assume if you tell them the whole truth or including any gray area that may be in there, they'll just take it to the extreme and it won't benefit them. Instead of allowing Holy Spirit to do the work and ultimately for people to work out their own salvation. Far too many ministers have gone to the extreme teaching things that are technically biblical, but it's more mental conditioning to get people to act and do according to to what they believe is best for their mission. I grew up in a holiness ministry where drinking alcohol was frowned upon. And the vibe was that if you did that, you couldn't be hands on help of the ministry, like singing in the choir, being an usher or pretty much anything dealing with auxiliary. And it was reasonable at that time because the thought was that if someone saw that person out somewhere drinking alcohol and they work or support the ministry in any capacity, it could potentially ruin the witness of that individual and ultimately the ministry at large. But as I grew in the faith and read the Bible for myself, I came to realize drinking alcohol on occasions or in the comfort of your own home is not a bad thing. It becomes bad when we indulge or abuse alcohol and become drunk. And I know the clergy, uh, the men of God, the, the pastors and the, and the top ministers of our church knew that. They knew the whole truth in the context of it, but they still saw fit that in order for people to tangibly support or work for the ministry, it was no tolerance for alcohol, period at all. And again, I get the rationale. But that approach is what I'm referring to as mind manipulation, because although I'm sure it saved a good amount of people from themselves, but it also assisted a good amount of people going down the wrong path because they felt condemned. And if they had a beer or a couple of glasses of wine, they felt they let God or 
their man of God down and ultimately the ministry too. Instead of putting the whole truth, both parts out there for people to consume and letting Holy Spirit do the work. Like I'm talking about the part that's biblical that tangibly benefits the ministry, but also the part that's biblically that's biblical that technically doesn't benefit them. And it takes away the control aspect, a.k.a. mental conditioning, which a lot of ministries want to they want to run a tight ship. Pastor Dollar's message, in my view, opened up the floodgates to have us depend more on our relationship with Holy Spirit than be ruled by tradition, routine or what we did last time. Some would say it was irresponsible for him to publicly acknowledge and preach what he did. But wouldn't that be mainly because we assume people will automatically take it the wrong way and people will give less or not at all? That burden is not on us or anybody else who preaches the full context of God's word. It's on Holy Spirit to teach, control and work out our own salvation. Pastor Dollar is against the old covenant way and mindset toward tithing, but he promoted being inspired by the goodness of God and direction of Holy Spirit to initiate our giving. Tithing is not for today, but a tithe is and a tithe is just 10 percent. You know, I still believe that's a that's a good marker, you know, if you want to start with or whatever percentage, you know, our amount Holy Spirit prompts us to give. See, we're not set on percentages or rules in this new covenant. We're set on relationship and communication and giving sacrificially and generously, as it says in Second Corinthians chapter eight and nine, probably indicates it needs to impact our budget to a degree, but only the individual and God will truly know that like most weeks given you just may give it like 10 percent, just like regular like I, I usually do like that's a marker for me you know what i'm saying like and again like that's something that i can do a better job on do a better job at listening and inquiring inquiring to god about my giving you know what i mean like i think we can just get so comfortable sometimes with just okay i'm gonna give a tenth because that's what it's always been and we don't open our mind up to asking God and really meditating, spending time like, OK, what do you want me to give? Lord, I know I can give a tenth and that's fine and well, um, because I see it in your word like it was done before the law. And so I know that that amount could be cool, but I'm in a better covenant, a new covenant with better benefits. So now. What do you want me to do? I know I can give this 10th and, you know, it could be fine. There's nothing wrong with that. But Holy Spirit, what do you want me to do? How do you want me to give? What do you want me to give? We just need to be open because, you know, sometimes it can be, you know, 5% or whatever's going on. But then the next time, okay, maybe 45% or 50% or 60% or, or at all. You know what I mean? Like, it places a bigger responsibility on us to cultivate our relationship with God and hearing Holy Spirit rather than just being ruled by routine tradition or what we heard someone else do. Too often, I believe we don't give people enough credit. So we try to play God in a sense and try to save them from themselves. But in the long run, it's more negative than positive. Like bottom line, we should give people the good, bad and the ugly. 
And if they're a believer, allow Holy Spirit to do the heavy lifting instead of trying to play a role we weren't meant to play anyway. It seems some ministries like to treat their flock like a parent-child relationship in their adolescent years. You know the years where you probably do need to save your children from themselves, where you do need to make certain decisions for them because they just don't know any better. This has gone to the extreme, I believe, in some churches where preachers aren't being totally open and honest because let's just keep it a buck. Like everybody in church don't really read their Bible. They they listen and hear what the preacher tells them that they need to do and how they need to go about it. And that be it like they're they just go with that flow. They don't read the Bible for themselves. And so when the preacher usually says something like. You know, that's 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 it. They don't go back and reference or study or try to meditate on that particular word. And so you got some preachers pretty much telling full grown adults just enough to gain control and access and hope that they'll stay loyal. Like the biggest benefit in this new covenant is that we have God living on the inside of us. And the same power that raised Jesus from the dead is present with us as believers. And we should tap into that more than we have been, not only for our giving, but I mean, really every other part of our lives, too. Some people may not agree with how Pastor Dollar went about his stance against tithing, but look at it as he's challenging everyone, including myself, to go back to our first love. And as a believer, that should be Jesus and listening, being sensitive to what he wants us to do in every part of our lives, which includes money. So the big headline is Creflo Dollar changing his course on tithing and how he got it wrong. And but really, the headline should be how he's expanding our view on what's available with a constant working relationship with Holy Spirit. Taking the mind manipulation of tithing out of our system and replacing it with God's grace and freedom, which is sacrificial and generous. Thank you all for listening. I don't know where in the world you live or that you're listening, where you listen to this, but here in the United States, in the Mid-South, the heat has been epic this summer. So stay cool. And if you haven't already subscribed to the podcast, like, share and rate on your favorite platform. And until next time, salute.